Hey, welcome to another episode of the Short, Pale, and Handsome podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 5th. What's up, Wednesday? How are ya? I'm your boy, Loy Lee. I'm with, guess who? Drew Vu. Yeah, hello. What up, what up, what up, people? How you doing? Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Nah, hell no. Uh, today, I, I don't think it's today, but basically this week was the 20th year anniversary of Wu-Tang Forever. Oh yeah, I heard about that. I, I you've mean, heard about the album, or you heard that's I heard, the anniversary? No, I, like during like, I read. There's a lot of articles talking about the anniversary. Supposedly, there's a documentary on Netflix, right? Yeah, I didn't pay too close attention to it, but like it's they're Wu Tang celebrating again. Yeah, and they're going to celebrate like you know the next 100 years. Wow, so. <laughs> 20, 20 years. Uh, where was I? You were nine. Yeah, when that came out. So you were. You were here, right, in Northern Virginia? Yeah, I was, yeah. I think it was like, what, kindergarten probably? Yeah, I was, I was graduating high school. This was like, what, no, wait, no, hold on, 20 years ago? Yeah. Damn. Is it that long? Yeah, it's long, but it's short. Yeah, no, no, I feel like that came out before, for whatever reason. I don't think it came out in 2000, no, wait, 99? I guess it came out in 99. Oh, they, they have a bunch of shit that came out before 99. They No, Wu-Tang Forever, the album. Oh, they're like the classic album, right? No, it's not. <laughs> You're such a child. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, I'm so old. I'm yeah, so old. No, Wu-Tang had an album called Wu-Tang Forever, and that, I guess, dropped 20 years ago. But I'm trying to like do the math in my head, and I'm like, wow. Because my 20th year high school anniversary is coming up, and I'm not going because... Yeah. Fuck that. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. I went I went to my uh ten like, first. Yeah, I went to my ten year. It was like surprisingly fun, actually. Because you still live there. Like you literally still live in all of your you're like, hey, I need more drinking buddies. Well, no, no, the thing is in my class, I never hung out with them ever since high school graduation. Only like one. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah. And then we I just well, I just noticed like uh when when I when I came there, everybody's just like Oh wow! I remember you. This is oh man, is that we're like it's like we're, you're going back inside that bubble, and everybody's like still like high school mode for like two three hours, but nicer. You know I don't. I mean? That's know, how it is. I don't know if I want to put myself in that situation, like of just being like, oh, I'm still not the cool kid, son of a. <laughs> but but no, thanks social media and people knew like knew I do stand up. Now like I'm considered that cool kid. You know? Yeah, weren't you? Aren't you hitting on like girls that you went to high school with? Like still? Just, no, wasn't no. there a girl that showed up to one of the shows? Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. See, I, yeah, I did a stand. I I ran my I produced my own comedy show like nearby in Falls Church, uh, Virginia. I like, was there. Chrome. You were? Yeah, I was there at Chrome. I no, no, you were no, you weren't at that showcase. I'm pretty sure I was. You were? I'm Are pretty you? sure. Anyways, continue. Do you, okay, do you, oh, what happened at the end of the night? It was such a disaster at the end of the night. Um, the microphone was cutting out, the music was playing, like didn't they just cut it out? Like they just like the microphone cut out. That's what people thought. Like uh, like the owner wanted like the wanted us to stop the comedy show. I mean, he gave me that vibe ever since the show started. Mm. But you know, I think he was lying to me. Hey, listen, we need to we need to make money here. You know, I got birthdays. You know, I told you and your friend that we got we got birthday parties every Saturday. I was like, no, no, you didn't tell me that shit. Yeah, you know, that's was, why I don't. That's why I don't run my own comedy show. I don't want to deal with any hey, of that shit. I mean, I heard I heard you run your own comedy show. That's how. I mean, that's a kind of like a tactic how you get booked more right hey that's that's on you i don't like i'm not 
If you were like, hey, can you help me run the show? I'm definitely, but I'm not trying to like deal with manage. Like that's just me. I know that I can't oh, yeah. do it. Yeah, I, that's I, part I, of the game, man. It's just I, that's yeah. I see what you. I see what you're saying. Like I rather just like get invited and perform, just do a couple minutes of sets rather than like have that extra responsibility. Right. right. Because yeah, because you're. You're an artist slash businessman. I feel like that, like literally, mentally, it fucks with your mind. Yeah, I mean, because I run with uh with you know Broken Diamond Comedy out here. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I help them run shows. You know, uh, I'm definitely in the mix. Eddie takes care of me. Shout out to Eddie Lyles. But you know, he's the one that does all the contracts. He's the one that deals with all the managers. He's the one that deals with all of things. If anything, like I just run the show, which I think any comic needs to know how to host and needs to basically put the show on and stuff like that. That's easy stuff. But like all of that, talking to the manager, that money stuff, like just, mm, yeah. I can't do it. I, I don't. I don't want to think about it. And you got Chris on your side, so that kind of helps, right? Chris is, is that the dude's name? Oh, Steven. Steven. Man, I'm sorry. Steven. Shout out to Steven. Apologies. It's okay. Apologies. Steven uh, Chris. It sounds like a saying. Like eh, he Chris, looks like a Chris. Peter Paul. Too. Jim, Johnny, yeah, Timmy we Tommy. look like Stevens and Chris's too. So, <laughs> you know, my Asian parents are really unoriginal with Western names when they come here. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm the only one with a Chinese name in my family. My mom's name's Victoria. My dad's name is Don, and then my oldest boy sister, is a Chinese name. It is. I thought like, okay, like I thought it sounds like Lloyd with the D at the end. No, Lloyd is Loy with a D. Yeah, but like. <laughs> I thought Loy, well, I didn't, I, there's not a lot, of, you're probably the only Loy that I know, but I thought that was like American because just like, it sounds just like Lloyd. You know? Yeah, but Lloyd is Loy with a D. Loy's been around way longer than Lloyd. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, like that's. Oh, it was like, it was like, it's like ancient dynasty. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a super ancient, like family name. So is there any like, is there any like, like, you know, ancient like paintings of a freaking rich Chinese dude from ancient times named like something Loy probably Loy something. I don't know I don't study any of that shit okay. I don't know I, I'm not even good at US history and I live in DC <laughs> yeah, like I'm right? not yeah. I'm not good at any of this shit yeah I mean I've been reading a lot of history I think people should read their history that's how you understand the world now I think well, that's why I noticed you know, it's it's crazy because here it's like history. You have to write. You have to find the right books by the right writers. Because if not, then you're just stuck with social studies. You know. Yeah, I mean, like, well, like whoever, whatever art, like book you read from a specific author, don't you think like authors when they write their book is because they learn something? Like, well, you know, like that I mean, I don't know. It's that, like not. They're not going to make shit up. How like, I, I don't. It's impossible no. to make shit. Okay, like, okay. make three hundred pages. For example, like, right? False statements. Civil War. We all know what the Civil War is, right? Mm-hmm. You know what the Civil oh, War yeah. is. Yeah. You're from fucking Virginia. You know, like <laughs> that's where the Civil War took place. Yeah, but some places in the South, they don't learn it as a Civil War. They they call it. They learn that it's the Battle of Northern Aggression. Yeah, oh, yeah. So like, that's that's why it's like you got to find the right books. Like I don't know what the right books yeah, are. I feel like people in the South, they felt like I think their mind like this all this time throughout history until like now they just got conquered. Like, well, from they the North. did. They I basically mean, did. And that's then, what I mean. That's how wars work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, you lost, so it's whatever we want to call it. But you know, it's 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 interesting. I, I especially being Asian American, like I'm very interested in reading about like Asian American shit, like mm-hmm. what happened in China, what happened in like shit dynasties ago. I I don't care. I yeah. don't care. Um, Asian American history is like what you've been reading. Right? Yeah, like eighteen, like um eighteen hundreds. Yeah, the California Gold Rush. Yeah, era. Okay, because apparently my family came here around that time. Hmm. Around around the gold rush era, so but there's not enough, there's not a lot of books, there's not a lot about things that you read about. Um, and I, I make a joke about it, but there was like a TV show about the transcontinental railroad, and I was like, yeah. oh my god, like that's our shit. Like we always get made fun of, like you know, yeah. the building of railroads, and the Chinese people didn't even show up until like the fifth season. Oh shit! <laughs> you just they go like, fuck, that's not even like they don't even get art, like they don't even tell us, they don't really tell our story, and even then, like we're still the bad guys, you know. I mean, it's like I, I mean, I don't think like I think schools they don't want like like specifically what happened. Yeah. Like I remember like middle school when I was in the history class, there was only like two, three pages about the Vietnam War. And it was like towards the end of the book. Mm-hmm. And then that was like the end of the year. And then we talk about Vietnam. It was only three pages compared to everything else. Like freaking 20 pages. Yeah. Vietnam War, only like three. And what's crazy is the Vietnam War had like, at the time, there it was like the first televised war. It yeah. was like the first war where you saw like pictures and not not propaganda, but like pictures and video. Yeah. And there's so much content. That was like the first war with like all of the content. Everything else was like, mm-hmm. yeah, the the allies, the yeah. allies invade Normandy. <laughs> yeah, know? right. Yeah, basically, like the World War Two is like a very long like chapters yeah. about that. You know. You because know, it's, they it's teach the, you, they teach you how to hate Hitler. Well, I mean, it's of course, all, he's an evil it's guy. all about who wrote, who's writing the book, and their perspective of history. Mm-hmm. Not saying like they're making up facts, but it's like that's uh, it. Go it's, in my opinion, it always goes to the victor. Goes to uh, history goes to the victor. You yeah, know? it's like I'm writing exactly. the book, so I get to say what I want. And you know, uh, the thing that people don't really understand is that yeah, Hitler, horrible person. Let's not take away anything of that. But I'm going to tell you, keep that same energy and hatred for Hitler as you would the the Japanese emperor. Uh, yeah. Togo, like he is the Japanese Hitler, like yeah, Imperial Japan, yeah, yeah, like invaded Korea, invaded China, invaded all the like, yeah, but nobody talks about him. People don't even know who he is. Everyone's like, oh my god, fuck Hitler, he's the worst. And it's like, yeah, but you like Mussolini was is horrible as well. But like people just go, oh Hitler's the it's because yeah. it's whoever wrote the book, you know. And um, then like people never, and then Joseph Stalin, evil motherfucker, like too, and then he was like our ally. Yeah, but people like never realized during the 1930s, like you know, like, I think he was the first uh, co- ever communist leader to actually did fucked up like shit. Like, well, they all did. Fuck- yeah, well, like he started it, like shit, yeah. fucking killed the middle class and everything, and then he's our ally. And then write a book to your perspective <laughs> is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, right? you just like yeah. Uh, I don't know. Public schools are horrible in history. I think. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, they they are. Especially in math, too. Like, you, they teach us in math, they teach us shit like where you really don't need, uh, like, need to know right after, like, high school or even college. I'm really good at the simple math. You know, like, I can, I can calculate, I can do, like, quick math in the head, you know, I break it down, but, like, anything above, like, algebra, like, sometimes I use algebra, like, oh, how do I get to, you know, find yeah. X? But, it, and that's just, normal shit you know they're yeah. like oh how do i find if i have to pay 10 percent interest what was it da, 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 da. okay that's what it is you know but uh, anything like x squared times b 
Keep all that shit. I know, right? So just hearing that, is, you sound like you're speaking Chinese now, man. What the fuck? I why? Hate. Why am I speaking Chinese? Yeah, you're I, an asshole. I, I'm just exaggerating, just joking, bad joke. Sorry. Yeah, uh, you're you're good yeah. at bad jokes. <laughs> uh, sometimes. No, most of the time you're really good at bad jokes. But yeah. I don't um, know. Fuck math, bro. Like it's just like they don't teach you about money. Like, they just teach you math, but not money. Right, right. You know and I saying? think, if anything, teach us money. Mm-hmm. They, you know? like, I feel like that's the most important, like, thing. I feel like if they taught us about money, we wouldn't be able to go on with school, I feel like. You know, and, and I think that, you know, I'm, I, I try to keep my conspiracy theory hat, you know, in the closet. I try to keep it. Well, but course. you go, yeah, they're not teaching us anything. They're not teaching us anything that's like, applicable. You know, compound interest or just interest rate, you know, when you put money into a savings account, you'll be lucky if you get 0.3%. Yeah. 0.3%, right? Mm-hmm. But you, same bank, you get their credit card and they're charging you 19%. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we, that's that's you just what they the, don't teach yeah, us. Like. We, we, you, like, when somebody brought that to my attention, and I'm, I'm in my 30s at this point, you go, oh, shit. You're right. I'm getting. I thought I was crushing it at one percent interest yeah, rate. One percent right? uh, interest in my savings, and they're like, "Yeah, but you're paying the same bank twenty four percent." I feel like you only learn when uh, when you get the paycheck, and then you realize how much like you know they're taking like like literally how much half half the shit they're taking out from your paycheck. I bet, I bet you that's the only way you learn. Uh, you know, right? taxes make sense. Like, yeah. you know, taxes, uh, don't get me wrong, I, I would live in a state where there's no taxes. <laughs> <laughs> if it was possible, I would. But it makes sense. Like, I, I get it. Um, I, I think there's some countries, smaller countries, of course, like I think like Sweden or something like that. I heard where, about them, yeah. You've heard about the country Sweden? Yeah. No, no, I heard about like, Sorry. Sorry, people. <laughs> It sounds so yeah, retarded. I've, I've, I've heard right about. I've, I've heard about that. <laughs> I heard about their like financial, like you know, like uh, positive financial situation. I, well, I, I heard, and and I've never seen it, so don't. But like on your tax return, it actually shows you like a pie graph of like, oh, you paid five thousand dollars in taxes, five percent went here, and then like this amount went there. You mm. know, so it. I don't think that that is, I don't know if that's the right answer, but for me, it'd be a good feeling like I spent like $20,000 in taxes last year. And, you know, and it's like, I just get a receipt. You pay 20, like it doesn't, it's not itemized. If I was like, oh, you know, 15 of that went to the military. I don't know if I'd make me, I don't know if it'd make me feel good, but it'd make me feel better. Yeah. I mean, if if it's going to the military and that's me, I guess. You just you're helping just your, your let me know country. where it's going. Just let me know where it's going. Like, mm-hmm. even when you buy something, right? You go to CVS, they give you an itemized receipt. They just be like, $100. Like, well, where'd the $100 go? Yeah. yeah. You know, it made me feel better. Be like, oh, yeah. Some went to education. $12 went to education. $7 <laughs> And the rest yeah. went to, I don't know. It would just make, I think it would make me feel better to at least know where my money's going. Oh, of course. You know, and they, you, people don't really hear about that, but... The thing is, when people try to, like, when they realize they spend so much money and then they go cheap right after that. I got a lot of friends that just don't want to go out anymore because they're just paranoid of, like, having their savings just fucking, like, just drain. Because they're spending money? Because, yeah, because they're having fun. 
you know. Okay, I that's, got people, and I. Oh, I thought we were talking about taxes. Yeah. Oh, kind of, yeah. We still are. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Bring it around. Where? No. When, you know, <laughs> and it's going. <laughs> when people have, when people live on their own, they have to pay taxes, right? Well, I feel like people like. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. You live at home. Yeah. Which is not a big deal. It's an Asian thing. Don't don't judge him. But your parents claim you as dependent. Mm. Like as a dependent, like you don't pay taxes. No, I offer like, uh, but I don't need to. No, you don't pay taxes. No. So your parent, what do you mean you don't pay taxes? The only thing I pay like the taxes is like the deductibles off of my paycheck. That's it. Okay, so you do pay taxes. Yeah. Okay. That's considered tax. Yeah. I don't know shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I was like, oh, I live at home. I don't pay taxes. Like, wait, what? I thought you like it's just like the 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 house bills and all that shit. Oh, like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Property tax. Property tax. Okay, so you don't that. you don't pay property I offer tax. Offer to help out, help in, but like, I think I believe that uh, my parents' house is already paid off. Right, but you still got to pay property tax. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like bit. the weird thing is if you've got property tax, which I think every state does, it's uh. You never really own your land. Like you could have it paid off, no, no mortgage. Yeah. But if you don't pay taxes, you know, you don't pay the property tax. After a while, they're like, "Oh, that 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 house belongs to us now." Ah, uh, okay. Oh shit! Can yeah. you ever like? I don't think so. N- nobody ever like pays taxes. What about like the billionaires in the world? They still like pay uh, taxes. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's this guy. I don't know if you heard of Robert Kiyosaki. Nope. He's, I mean, he's one of those self help guys, like a rich dude. He wrote a, a poor dad, rich dad. Oh, that guy. That yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he doesn't pay taxes. And then when he said that, I was like, how do, how do you not pay taxes? Well, I don't know. I think there's smarter people than me that knows how to get around those things. You know, I just, I, I don't know. I feel like that's that's dangerous, though. Don't you think? I feel like it's, I feel like that's I think, like kind uh, of against the law, don't you think? I, See, yeah, I tell I dick know. jokes for a living, so <laughs> I couldn't tell you what the law is or isn't. <laughs> but you know, I, I think that you, you know, you figure out. In my mind, I don't. I'm not a tax professional. I don't know how any of this works. But it's like you figure out, like, oh, I made a hundred thousand dollars. I'm gonna have to pay thirty thousand dollars in tax. I can get thirty thousand dollars of deductibles. You know, like, I, I, I'm sure there's some gorilla math that goes, oh. You donate this much money to an organization, yeah. and then you spend this much on expenses, and you don't have to pay any taxes. Like, mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm not making that kind of money. Maybe I don't know. We should ask Jay Z. Speaking of like Jay Z hitting his the only what recording artist to ever hit a billion. So oh, wow! That, is that what happened? Yeah, that's what. That's why first I, rapper, I think. First rapper, I think. First rap billionaire. Uh, rap. There's also like uh, like an enter. Like a billionaire, like actor or something, or I don't know. I, th- I think I think he's like the first. I don't know if there's any like entertainers in general that's like worth a billion dollars. Well, I don't know. I didn't do I didn't do the research. I just saw. I, well, I did. I kind of did. I okay. Oh, did. oh, you I did. Mean, okay. So, okay. Okay. So, so tell me, is there other billionaire entertainers? No. Okay. So he's he the first like, billionaire yeah. entertainer. Yeah, entertainer like slash recording artist, and but. At the same time, like he's been, he's been like a businessman for such a long time with like you know Rockefeller Records. And I read it, and I read about him like uh, he had a lot of investments. You know, of course, real estate. I think that's the lowest. I think he's like in like in the fifty million. 
when it comes to real estate. I mean, he does say something like that, you know, in one of his one of his raps uh, recently. It was like, you know, I should have bought a house in Dumbo for five hundred thousand, and mm. and you know now it's five million dollars. You know, oh, who's shit. a Dumbo? You know, he can do math. Maybe you should buy something in Baltimore. <laughs> You, I mean, you sh- we should. No, we. Sh- I, you should. Uh, you got money. I'm. I'm. I'm out. I'm out here struggling. I'm. A, you're on my podcast trying to figure. Well, if I go into Baltimore, I have to give out all my money. Maybe I don't know. I don't, don't want to. No. No. Well, I mean, you Baltimore. You know, that's the funny thing because everyone's always like, "Oh, I. Sh- um, if I lived in Detroit, I'd buy everything." You know, Detroit's cheap, and you go buy Baltimore. Like it's right here. Yeah. It, I mean, is it getting any better? I doubt it. But the problem is, um, you know, it's right. Oh, so the great thing about Baltimore is that it's an hour from D.C. It's like 45 minutes. It's 45 minutes from D.C. It's about an hour, a little bit more than an hour from uh, from Philly. It's like three hours from New York. So it's like it's okay. closed. The problem with Detroit is, you know, not only are the winters horrible. Yeah. But it's farther. It is in the middle of nowhere. You're like four hours from really anything. You know, you're not... <laughs> You know, if you're gonna live in, if you're gonna live in like an, uh, I'm sorry, I almost called Baltimore out. If you're gonna live in an impoverished city that's on the downswing, you know, you might as well live in Baltimore. Invest in Baltimore, people, because you can yeah. buy a row home for like, yeah, ten grand flat without any government assistance. With government assistance, you probably get it for damn. Yeah, and also, free. like in places like Baltimore, obviously in the less competition, like compared to like you know places like. New York or Northern Virginia, where there's businesses everywhere, mm. wherever you go. So, like, I feel like you go to Baltimore, you can like start your own business, and then that's like because just because you start a business in a place like Baltimore, you're basically something new, you know. And then I guess uh, money, I don't know, money I, will come in like fast to you. I, you know, I I, I don't think I'd want to start a business in Baltimore. Me personally, okay. I mean, if you want to go do it, go do it. But uh, I'm not that kind of business person. I don't want to own a shop. Like I'll own a I'll own a building, you know, and pay a management company to figure it out. But yeah. I'm not trying to like be in the convenience store and be the face of a fucking clothing. St- Get the fuck out of yeah, here. I got, <laughs> I'm out here telling dick jokes because I have got no other hopes or dreams. Like I don't yeah. want to exactly. be in a store. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, like, like that's like that. That seems to be like the Chinese American experience is like, uh, you buy the building, you open up a store and then you live in the back of the store. Like that's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Chinese people make a lot, making a lot of money with the carryouts and shit. You know, I don't. Yeah, well, there's a weird American history, and now uh, uh, I think we might have talked about this before. But the reason why there's so many Chinese restaurants, why like Chinese restaurants is a thing, is back uh, in the 1800s, um, like after 1880, 1882, uh, there was a Chinese Exclusion Act, and it was very difficult to mm. get uh, people to immigrate here legally. So what happened was a lot of Chinese men would come here for work and then send money back with hopes to save up enough money to bring their family over. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're still doing that. Still doing that. But once the U.S. government realized like, oh, that's what they're doing, you know, we don't want, we're going to make it very difficult for them to be here. Mm. And they're like, so basically you could save up all the money you want, but we're going to make it very impossible. We're going to make it impossible for you to bring your families over. It's kind of like financial oppression. Basically. Um, like we, 
like almost like we can't financially oppress you, so we're going to make it very difficult for your reasoning to be here. Oh, you want to yeah. be here so you can bring your family over? You can't bring your family over here. Now go home. Like, oh, you're not going to go home? So basically, the reason why Chinese restaurants are a thing in America is because that was the loophole. So mm. they would open up a restaurant, and then uh, you could bring specialized help over. Oh, as like God, as a visa, like a working visa. Mm. So they go, oh, uh, Chinese restaurants need specialized cooks to cook yeah, Chinese food. Yeah. So you, they would have work visas for their friends and family mm. and bring them over. So okay. that's why there's su- it's such a, an American thing because just that was a loophole. Also, uh, in that same conversation, uh, the reason why that old stereotype of like the Chinese people living in the back of the restaurant or upstairs <laughs> yeah. is because after 1882, you Chinese people couldn't own land. Oh, uh, okay. So, I, heard, I did hear about that. Yeah. yeah. So you couldn't own land. You couldn't own property. What they did was they uh, opened up a business and then the business would own the building. Mm. And, and the business okay. would, you know, the business would own the building and then have the, so they would live upstairs. Why would you own a building and not live in the building when you can't own a house? Yeah, fuck it. If you, we can't own land, might as well live in our workplace and shit. Yeah. Know? Right. Cause you know, you, like I look at these things like, why is that a thing? Why is that like in, you know, why is that always like the stereotype? That's why. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you guys want to find out more and want to hear me stop rambling about this, check out the Chinese Exclusion Act of 1882. There's a bunch of stuff on that. Uh, and that's what it's actually called. It's not like the nickname of like, oh, they're just going to call it. Ex-. No, they literally were like, fuck you guys. Chinese, <laughs> <laughs> we're, ex- we're going to make an act that excludes Chinese people. Oh, wow. Damn, interesting. I got to yeah. read that shit myself. Yes. So, uh, so going back... First, uh, first entertaining billionaire is that Jay Z? Uh, I shit, I don't think so. But I mean, I feel like Michael Jackson might have been a billionaire at one point. I don't know, maybe not. But like, I mean, did he like like invest in? Like, he did invest in what his never never he, land like ranch. And he shit, right? owned the Beatles catalog. Like, so I I guess, and I'm paraphrasing the story, but uh, him and Paul McCartney were sitting down and Paul McCartney was like, oh, you know, I recommend that you uh, buy your own, you know, buy your shit, basically, Uh, buy your own material. And um, Michael Michael Jackson goes, "Okay, I'll go do that." And then literally turned around and bought all of the Beatles catalog. Wow! Yeah. Damn. So, I mean, I don't know what the financial status is, but uh, I mean, I guess if anyone was close, it would have to be Michael Jackson. Probably, probably. Like, if I you're not thinking about Jay Z, yeah, Michael Jackson. But I'm not. It's not a surprise. You got. I got. You got. I got research that shit. It's so, cool. so Jay Z. I mean, he makes money. I know that uh, him and his wife make a lot of money, right? They yeah. make about. I think it was like fifty million a year, something like that. Like that's what they Some make like that. together. Like, and also, like I thought, like I thought Beyonce was the most high, like highest paid, like female recording artist, but it's actually Rihanna. I was like, really interesting. Because I, I, for some reason, I always think it would be like something like kind of like a dark horse, not really a dark horse, but like a, like a Mariah Carey or a Celine yeah, Dion or something. Yeah, I was like thinking too. Or like even, I don't know, even like a freaking, uh, who else? Uh, who else? Who else is like like famous? Like, 
Oh, like the legends, Rita Franklin and stuff. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they made that kind because of, I feel like those old contracts don't. Yeah. <laughs> they don't make sense. But Rihanna is like the highest grossing per year, or like highest grossing, and you you don't know. No, but she does have like a lot of fat. Like she does a lot invest in a lot of like Good. fashion. Like mm. I know, like I know that just just like Beyonce. But I thought I thought Beyonce would be higher than her. But I don't know. They're all fucking rich. Wow. You know? I mean. <laughs> What else? What else you got? Oh, uh, bare knuckle fighting. Yeah, that thing's getting popular. I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm, well, th- you know what though? I I was a fan, um, and then I actually watched it. Yeah, you like, seen the one on YouTube, right? Uh, like they sh- the guy posted on YouTube. Like, it started. Out, it's legalized in like uh, some places, like Missouri or Iowa now. Usually, uh, Indian reservations is where. It, but that's. I mean, that's where UFC started. UFC yeah. started in like you know Indian reservation casinos and and out in the middle of nowhere uh, places. But uh, bare knuckle boxing. So if you guys don't know bare knuckle boxing, it's uh, I think they wrap their hands. But they just, they just wrap their hands, but like no gloves, gloves, no nothing. And I think that you know it it's better before because you're not taking a lot of cushion punches to yeah. the head. You know, basically you get knocked out, you get knocked out. It, it's it's a very quick process. But yeah, and it's like and it's only like three or five rounds like MMA is because But I just watch it and you just got cut like uh who'd I just watch? Um Lobov? Uh, I don't know. Artem Artem Lobov from the UFC. He's now in the bare knuckle boxing. I think it was his fight that I watched and he just got cut up. Yeah. Because it, like it's it is like not just your face, but those guys, you get cut up on your chest and everything, too. Those, like, you see, like, scratch marks and everything just because, like, your glove is... <laughs> you, like, you're getting punched in the face and you're going to complain about scratch marks. No. <laughs> knuckle, knuckle, knuckle scratch marks. Knuckles, no, I'm pretty sure scratch marks on my chest is probably my least worry. I'm getting punched in the face by yeah. bare knuckles. Like... The thing is, like the damn, I, I for whatever reason, I just didn't do the 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 gorilla math and being like, oh, the damage is horrible. It is. Um, it. W- I would rather watch street fighting. Like, I'd rather watch the yeah. the, the mean, knockouts. Like, I mean, like Kimball Slice. Like, I think he was like doing that, but like at the time, it was like not like legal. Yeah, let's say if he's, I feel like if he's still alive, he would have been like that, Mike Tyson. A bare knuckle no. fighting. Nope. Nope. He wouldn't. No. No, you don't think because so? he did MMA, and I know it's a little bit different, but he. he I don't think. I don't think he would have. Um, I mean, there's. Don't get me wrong. Kimbo Slice, rest in peace. But uh, when you're fighting like boxer boxers and same weight class, like those those backyard boxing fights were a fucking shit show. Yeah. Like you go it's like regular people against like, like there's that people. maybe some boxing skill, but there's no weight classes. There's no, it was like, Oh, you want to fight Kimbo slice? Like, yeah, I'll yeah. fucking fight Kimbo. You're like, <laughs> he's 200 pounds more than you. Like yeah. they, someone would be like, okay, let's just go do it. Uh, but Jorge Masvidal, who is in the UFC, he started his uh, career in bare knuckle boxing, like, Kimbo Slice, basically the yeah. same the same thing in like Miami or something, and uh, he's doing really well in uh, UFC. I think he's fighting for the belt. I think U- he's fighting for the belt. This the UFC belt, or yeah. The, oh shit! Well, what way? I don't think I've like like I don't know the name of that fighter. I probably seen him, but like what 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 weight class is he in? Oh geez, uh, now you're really questioning me. I should know this. Um, <laughs> 
Just say if he's big or small. Like, is he like tall? Th- like, he's tall um, and lanky. For some reason, I want to say one fifty-five, but I know I'm wrong. One seventy-five. That's like a lightweight or a welterweight. Yeah, right? like one seventy-five, maybe. Because there's no one. There's no sixty-five. Okay, one seventy-five is like close to like the middleweight. Yeah, one seventy. One seventy, I think. Okay, so he's probably like a middleweight. Then one. That's like an Anderson Silva type one, of like uh, weight. Yeah, one. Fifty-five, one seventy, one eighty-five. I mm. think is so. He's a middleweight. He's a middleweight. Yeah, but he's you know he's uh he just he just knocked out uh, Darren Till. Oh yeah, so he's like one. He's up there. He's up there in weight. Okay. Uh, one. He's got to be one seventy-five. One seventy up there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he started, and I just don't. I mean, Kimbo Slice. He he knocked a couple people out in 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 MMA, but I don't think it's um. I don't stamina. So like. Of course, that, that's obvious. His stamina, like, it's really like low because he hasn't like did MMA for such a long time compared to the other guys. That's right. He also was in that uh, the reality show. Oh, the, uh, the Ultimate Fighter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. I was. That was probably the most, maybe the most uh, watched one because Kimbo. I believe it. I and believe it. I, I <laughs> when he came in the building, oh, dude, the freaking like hate, like hatred. But no, everyone was like, "Oh, cool story, bro! You can knock people out. Cool, cool. Give me your, yeah. give me your knee real quick. <laughs> let, right? let, me, let me see your leg. Let's see how that works." Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. That shit. Well, like getting knee and then getting like roundhouse kick. That hurts ten times more than getting like hit with a bare knuckle. Well, I mean, yeah, shin to chin. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get kicked in the skull, and it's like you're out. That's it. You know. Yeah, because like you know, your your leg is like your leg is ten times like heavier. Than and there's no protection. Arm. There's mm-hmm. no nothing. Yeah, Joe Rogan on on his uh, podcast, which I love. Shout out to Joe Rogan. Like he said the same thing. He he even said he's like he talked about how the you know how uh, a lot of UFC fighters, MMA fighters, they get poked by their own glove, like in the eye. Uh, not not with their own glove. What? Like by the other opponent? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I poking myself in the eye? I can't uh, stop uh, it. Don't drink with plumbers, people. <laughs> don't do not drink with plumbers uh, the night before. You're going to do a lot of talking in the uh, fucking morning. Or shout out to Nate. Day. What up, Nate? Nate yeah, the plumber. Yeah, my one of my best friends. Like since I, I knew I knew him since middle school. Like we're still next door neighbors. Still living up. Are you guys next parents. door neighbors? Yeah. Dope. Yeah, so, I know. I don't. I don't live anywhere near anywhere I grew up. Thankfully, I don't. Yeah, you know, I, I no. I, I, that's why I respect you. you. I feel like you're such. You have that Lone Ranger attitude for such a long time. It's not good. Like it's good for a short period of time, and it's not good for the rest of it. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, you're right. There's ups and downs. First of all, like lone, when the, with that mindset, you're gonna be like, you know. Lonely, you know, and stuff a little tiny bit, but at the same time, there's nothing wrong with that. It, it's you it's know? not about loneliness, and I think that comedy in general is pretty lonely, like yeah. regardless. Uh, but I don't think it's lonely that's the problem. Uh, generally, it's like you need to to build anything. You need a community. Yeah, you yeah, need yeah. people behind you. Like Networking. You yeah, you can't do everything. You can't do everything by yourself. Like that's what it comes down to. If you think that you can, go for it. And maybe you can. Maybe you're the outlier. But um, you need people around you. Um, not even for support, but just for the little things. Of course, and also like when when you got people that that help you or work with you, even like your fans, like they'll like audiences always respects a Lone Ranger. No, like I mean that's like, that's such know? an American thing. I mean, look at. Uh, well, obviously the Lone Ranger, but you know, mm-hmm. you look at. Um, I mean, even the Lone Ranger wasn't even Lone. He had Tonto. 
Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like you can load range, but who's the guy that you're with everywhere? Oh, yeah, that's, he, has, he has a guy that shoots the arrow, and then you know all that shit. But like, he has a guy. Yeah, like that's what it comes down to. He has a guy. <laughs> like, he only he's has not, one other guy. Yeah, but he's but. not lone. If you got a guy. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> the, the Lone Ranger and Tonto, like then you're you're not alone. You're you're with Tonto. I mean, would you say Tonto is a Lone Ranger too? It's just like Lone no. Ranger and Lone Ranger like gets along with each other. That, that, no, because they're like together. Batman and Robin, they're together. You can't be the Lone Ranger and always be with Tonto. Tonto's not a Lone Ranger because he's with you all the time. That's how that works. You're a ranger, <laughs> but <laughs> and an Indian. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But like the, it seems like the lone, the word lone, lone ranger, throughout like the past and the history, it really shows that it doesn't mean you're actually alone in life, like by yourself. No, I mean, that's actually what it actually means. Lone, singular, by itself. Lone wolf by itself. But don't you think that's just like a mindset, though, right? Not well, just like the, I think I think America's infatu- especially around that time period was infatuated with uh, the cowboy, the guy that raid- rides off into the sunset, the the um the the Clint Eastwood, you know, yeah. the he, Clint Eastwood doesn't have a name in all of his Clint Eastwood movies. Yeah, that's <laughs> No, he doesn't. He like they have nicknames for him, but they don't ha- he never has a name. He's he's the man with no name, and and I think America's infatuated with. Uh, he speaks very little. Yeah, like yeah, I'm a Lone Ranger. Yeah, that type of voice without a without a Native American companion. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, he's like he speaks very little. Um, he he's very slow. He's very deliberate, and um, I think America's infatuated with that. But the thing is, like, a wolf without a pack is a dead wolf. A person without a tribe is a dead, you know, is, yeah. is, they say, according to the Joe Rogan podcast, is that um, the reason why people have a fear of public speaking is because uh, back in the tribe days, you know, the thing that's built into our DNA is that if you were publicly speaking, it was probably because you were pleading to the, uh, to the tribe not to uh. kick you out. So literally you... People have a fear of public speaking because of the gravity. The like, literally, if they kick me out, I'm pleading for my you, life. You, you like, you're afraid that you're not going to be accepted. If no I don't more. get accepted, I'm dead because you uh-huh. can't do it all by yourself. Yeah, like you. Yeah, it's, that makes a lot of sense actually. So you need allies, you like to help you out. I think. Uh, I think there was a quote. Uh, I forgot where where I heard it from. It says, "A king, a king never stands alone." Of course. Yeah, that was that. Was, I mean, that that was a good quote because you know before I heard that, I was like, oh, I can do this myself. Like, you know. so I was thinking about this, and you know, I watch a lot of these um, historical or at least time pieces. You know, like uh, Game of Thrones. I know it's not historical, but it's like back in medieval times. And I was like, oh, like I'm pretty sure if I were to go back in time, I could just go in there and kill the king. <laughs> you know, like. I'm simplifying. I'm simplifying it, but you just go in there and you're like, oh, it's dead. You know, now I'm the king, and you realize like that's no. not how that works. Like you need you need an army. You need an army. You yeah. need a standing army. If you don't have a standing army, then I mean, sure, you could kill everybody in the court, but even then, you're still not respected as the king. Like you're not you're not the king. You're just yeah. the guy that killed the king. And I think that's important to this conversation. It's like, yeah, you're right. The king never stands alone. The king has an army. Well, how do you raise an army? Well, you have to have generals. And, yeah. You know, um, the way it's like, sure, you can manage a hundred troops. Can you manage a thousand troops? Can you manage a hundred 
Exactly. You know, you need to have people like uh, around you that 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 can do other stuff better than you. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, because like is. Not that, if they're if, that's why you, you treat need them a team. like friends. That, that that's it's not well, gonna work. Well, that's why you need a team. Like I, I struggle. I don't have a manager. I don't have an agent. I had a manager and had an agent when I moved out here. I don't have one now, and I'm struggling. And just like you know, reaching out because the thing is, like, it's not about reaching out. It's not about sending the emails. Like yeah. I can send the emails. I send the emails. I send. A, I'm exaggerating, but I send like over a thousand emails a month, you know, like hey, here's my stuff, here's my stuff. But you're not. I'm. I'm like as a manager. Uh, for, to have a manager and to have an agent is like I'm not even – it's not the man labor. It's actually like I am paying you 10% of my profit. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm paying you 10% of my gross. Excuse me. I'm, I'm paying you 10% of my growth, f- gross for your connections. Yeah. Because the thing is like a manager goes, hey, you know, um, comedy club owner, comedy club booker, like – uh, I'm using my rela- he's using his relationship to get me in the door. Mm-hmm. A relationship that I'm paying you 10%. Fifteen percent <laughs> that I wouldn't be ha- I wouldn't be able to have the opportunity because I don't have a working relationship with that man oh, with the, okay. the club owner. It's like it's like you're not getting booked in the comedy clubs because like you don't you don't know the booker that will help you out. Yeah, because like, because a manager yeah. or agent has several people that they're managing mm-hmm. uh, or they are agenting. For. And yeah. it's like, oh, you know, if you want, if you want Drew Vu on your show, at some point, I need you to pick up a weekend. You know, I need you to give a weekend to Loy or vice versa, or, or however it works. Yeah. So I, I think that that is uh, one thing that people don't understand. It's like, oh, I can do it myself. You, yes, you absolutely can do all of the work yourself. That's not the question. But, can you yeah, be successful? But you're going, you, but I mean, you might be successful, but like, you're going to be tired as fuck. You're nope. not going to have you're nope. not going to have enough nope. energy I, I, in the I don't, future. I, I don't think you'll be successful. Okay, yeah. It's uh, not then. about doing the like like I said, it's not about doing the work. It's like how to do the work successfully. How yeah. can you be successful while doing the work? It also, yeah, yeah, you have to have a little bit of like, you know, uh strategies and everything too in order to get nope, to success. Nope, you literally just saying the exact opposite of everything I'm saying. <laughs> well, I'm saying like uh You like, can have a strategy. Go ahead, email yeah, of them. Of course. I mean, of course like uh like of course like you have to like be assertive and everything, but Doesn't matter. But what, I don't think it matters. So, are you saying it's all is all like who you know? It's all about who knows you. Mhm. And okay. things like I don't know the booker or the eight. And this is just my perspective of like, you know, I I don't know if I have the power to get the club owner or the booker to even open the email because they don't recognize the name mm. or they don't but it like they they'll pick up a phone call from my agent because they know you know they work with the agent. So the thing is like it's you can do the work. It's not a problem. Like go ahead, do the research, find all the comedy clubs, figure out who the booker is, email them. But that doesn't mean that you're going to get in the door. That yeah. just means you're knocking. You found the door and you're knocking. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure they get like emails like that almost every day. All the time. All the yeah. time, every day, and um, as a comic, you're, I'm one of thousands, mm-hmm. maybe hundreds of thousands. I don't know. You know that uh, I don't even know what a what their email account looks like. But you know, I, I think it comes down to is like you're not gonna get it done alone. Yeah, you're not. And that lone wolf thing, yeah, it's great because it's what everybody wants. Nobody wants to work with everybody else. Everyone wants to do it on their own. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to do it on my own. And I'm telling you, it's y- – you need a team. Mm-hmm. You need a team. You think Jay-Z did everything by himself? Oh, hell no. Not he got, even – He got Swiss Beat. Got Swiss Beat. Or Dame, Dame Dash. Dame Dash. 
who else? Like, uh, oh, Memphis Bleak. Yeah, you know, all that. I remember those guys back when I was. But I mean, who's who's dealing with all of his uh, his financials? Do you think that he's looking at buildings and buying them? No, I doubt yeah, it. He has an agent. Yeah, d- he has an agency. He actually has an agency. Yeah, I won't say is that he has a. Uh, is what old people like to call them suits mm-hmm. that's working behind the scene. You yeah. think that he's going to all of his court dates? You think he's going to all of his litigation? I doubt it. Ah. I doubt it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if you think you could do it, just because you know Jay Z and you can't name anybody else behind him, doesn't mean that there's nobody else behind him. Yeah, all it is, and don't you can be you can be a lone wolf if you want to, but just You're be gonna, optimistic. A, Learn a, a lone right? wolf. A lone wolf is an asshole. Yeah, that's why the pack does not accept him. And maybe I'm an asshole. Maybe that's why uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that I'm not. But maybe um, you know the lone wolf is a dead wolf. That that is that is nature. There's a reason why wolves run in packs. Yeah, because they have to. Yeah, because exactly. if not, you're dead. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Oh, after like uh, you know all like being successful, uh, you know bare knuckle fighting is just like about uh, that. We're still talking about bare knuckle boxing. No, okay. no, no, uh, Anthony. Now it's the boxing part with okay. the gloves. Anthony Joshua. Woo! He, wow. That fucking surprised the shit out of me. Explain. Anthony Joshua will be, like, before, like, uh, this past weekend, he was undefeated boxer. What is it, like, 21, 21 wins, like, 20, 20 knockouts, right? And he, it was, I think it was first fight, his first title defense uh, in America, like, away from his hometown in Britain. And he fought this, uh, Unknown, uh, like a uh, Mexican fighter, a lot shorter, and but he looks like you know a little chubbier too. Obviously, you know he. You, You're you thought horrible at explaining. <laughs> Anthony Joshua, boxer from England, uh, was he, four, and he had lost. four belts and got knocked out seventh I, round. There was a uh, TKO. Like yeah. he got knocked down like four times. Yep. And, I, and then probably the referee's trying to like uh, trying to make him still go on because he's a champion. You know, boxing corrupt like that, but yeah, he lost. So shout out to uh, Andy Ruiz Jr. Uh, he is now he has he holds four belts. He one fight he wins four belts. Uh, there, I hate boxing because there's so many belts. There's four belts. He's the heavyweight champion in four uh, alphabet commissions. Yeah, <laughs> but what's crazy is this: the thing that I don't think anyone's really looking at is that. Out of all the heavyweight champion, you know, heavyweight champion, heavyweight boxing is always like the 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 pinnacle of America. Like, America. yeah, because right, it has a right, lot of history in it. Right now, the heavyweight champions are a black guy from Alabama or a Mexican, Deontay Wilder, and yeah, Andy Anthony Ruiz. Ruiz. And the world did not blow up. Like, it, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Nobody is freaking out about it. Uh, but yeah, he he was shorter, um, fat. Like he like Anthony Joshua it looks like he's made he out like of granite. He looks like a freaking superhero. That's what he, the fuck he looks yes, like. he looks like a superhero, and um, he was knocking people out. I don't, you know, I don't think I was riding the hype train. I saw him, but I definitely think that Deontay Wilder would have knocked him out. I think so too. I was like, I was hoping for. Hit- uh, him everybody to fight was. Anthony Joshua. Everybody, everybody is. And now I don't think anyone really cares. No. I mean, I'll still watch it because I think it'll be entertaining, but I don't 
like that's what happens. You play stupid games, expect to win stupid prizes. And what happened was everyone's saying Joshua is uh, running from Tyson Fury and Don- Deontay Wilder. And uh, he took a fight that he was definitely going to win. Yeah. And then the guy got the guy, his um, baby Miller. I think is the guy's name. Baby Miller got injured like two weeks out and they replaced him with basically a guy that looks like he works at uh, Best Buy. Like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude looks like I bought my cell phone from him. Like, what's on freaking brick ass hands? You know, and I, I, what was crazy was his cardio was good. Uh, Anthony, uh, Andy Ruiz Jr., the destroyer. Yeah, his hands were moving quick. But you see a too. picture of them side by side. It looked like Deontay, uh, sorry, it looked like uh, Anthony Joshua was taking a picture with a fan. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, they had Basically. their fi- they had their fist <laughs> yeah. out and it was like, oh, how adorable. I'm a big fan of you, Anthony Joshua, and the, I'm going to fight you. Yeah, he didn't look in shape, like not out of shape. He didn't look like he was in shape at all. Yeah. And uh, he knocked. He got knocked down, um, and then he got up and knocked down Anthony Joshua like two, three times. Yeah, no, it was like it was, yeah, four times. Four, four times. times he got knocked down four times, yeah. and um, you know now that big money fight, the Anthony Joshua versus uh, Deontay Wilder, to kind of going down the drain. Yeah, unless Anthony Joshua has a rematch with uh, Ruiz, and then like you know, but that gets but, his revenge. But then and then, of course, they'll come back. Up, it's not. It's not going to be. It's not like really down the drain, like and making people wait and not care anymore, like the fucking Mayweather and Pacquiao fight. Well, know? I think the Mayweather Pacquiao fight lost its spec. I mean, everyone, a lot of people watched it, but it kind of lost its shine when Pacquiao got knocked out by. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, by you know by uh, Marquez. That, huh. Oh my god! But uh, what's crazy is it, okay. This this is my issue. I, I've been hearing about it all week. It's like oh. If you go back and actually watch that, yes, he got his lights turned out. That That is not in dispute. But everyone's like, oh, my God, Marquez was kicking his ass. He wasn't. No. Marquez was getting mopped up. Yeah, he, was, he broke his um, – Pacquiao broke his nose. He Like, before that happened, his nose is like – dude, he, he didn't freaking red dot on his Watch it again. Face. I challenge you, watch it again. Marquez, when he knocks out Pacquiao, didn't even have his mouthpiece in. Shh. Pacquiao knocked his mouthpiece out. And it was like four seconds before the end of the round. Yeah. Uh, and the ref was like, oh, just let it go and got knocked out. But Marquez was getting mopped. Yeah. That's what, that, that's what, uh, that's what, uh, basically hurt Pacquiao. His, his like very assertive confidence. I'm about to knock this guy out and end the trilogy. Like, no. But also, if you watch it again, uh, I watched it a bunch of times and then everyone's like, oh my God, like it was a lucky. So it seemed like you're on either side. Like either Marquez was, Cleaning him up, which he wasn't, or you're like a Pacquiao fan, and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Like it was a lucky shot. He li- Marquez yeah. literally landed that shot four times, four times in that fight. It wasn't a lucky shot. It was like it was always there. Like yeah, he was aiming. He was he was going for it. He was trying to like like knock him out. Like, yeah, he, yeah. He, he literally hit him with that overhand right. Yeah, that he hit him straight like overhand oh, right. He yeah, went, and it was like it was there. He hit him. He landed like four or five times. It shook him, and then that last time, obviously knocked him out. But if watch it again, if you say, "Oh my god, it was a lucky shot," you don't know shit about boxing. If you're like, "Oh my god, Marquez was winning," you don't know shit about boxing. Like Roger Mayweather, you don't know, I know shit about boxing. You don't know shit about boxing, or you don't even know shit about that match. You didn't watch it. You just, I don't know. No, um, I mean, like, I feel like fight fans will never understand like something like boxing because they just, you know, 
They just want to like a, a bloodbath and a war. But then you got, you know, uh, bare knuckle boxing and then you go, oh, too much. <laughs> Dude, it, it, like, did you watch? Did you watch the bare knuckle boxing? A couple of them, like, uh, on, on like, YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Like the actual league, right? Yeah. It's okay. Bare knuckle. Yeah, it's called bare knuckle. Uh, like, I forgot the, the, uh, I think it's, it. I, it's yeah, I think bare it's like, knuckle fighting. Yeah, I think it's called bare knuckle fighting league or something like that. Yeah. But I mean, as a boxing fan, I was like, oh, this is something new. It's gonna be fucking action, and it maybe I'm just getting old. I was like, oh, this is a little too much gore. Like, I'm I just love looking, it. I'm looking at I the fighters. It. I'm looking at the fighters and go, oh, you're never gonna recover from that because all those cuts is now scar tissue. Now, even if you go back to boxing, the scar tissue is gonna let light yeah, up. But you know, but you know what I'm like waiting for. But at the same time, I'm like afraid about when it comes to bare knuckle fighting. Yeah, it's a it's it's about to become big. It's a, it's a new sport, right? Just like how MMA was. Uh, but every time there's like like a sport that's about to be big and it's new, there's you know there's always that freaking uh, Sasquatch. Of an athlete that makes it even more popular, you know, I don't, like UFC, like, yep. like what's like uh, Tito Ortiz, but uh, but but UFC in uh, I mean MMA in general, right? Not just UFC specifically, but MMA in general, they already get tagged with it's too gory, it's too violent, and it it gets bloody, but not like every fight in, in bare knuckle boxing was fucking gnarly. Yeah. yeah, but like you know MMA before it got big, they called it human cockfighting. Like well, it was. Yeah, it, it because, was kind of was because it wasn't. There was like no rules. It was like you could stomp them in the balls. Like like there was no rules. Now there's like weight classes. There's rules. Like it made more sense. Yeah, in bare knuckle fighting, it's like it's boxing. It's, 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 it is boxing without without gloves. But at the same time, it's pretty old school. It's been it's it's been like around for a long time, but it wasn't like like popular what i would like to see is in bare knuckle boxing like taping up just the knuckles with mm. very little inside the inside the hand right because you don't want to load up on that but basically and Ro- rogan talks about this too and i agree so i'm not saying anything new but basically leaving the wrist bare so therefore uh, you know you're so like like wrist like so therefore because if you have you ever had your hands taped uh, no. Okay. If you've had your hands taped, basically your uh, they tape your wrists, so therefore it can't go this way. Like, you oh. can't move your wrists at all. Okay. The only wrist movement is basically your hand open or your hand closed. Like, there's no left, right, there's no up, down. Holy shit. And so basically, you know, it keeps all your bones in, in the right place, so when you punch, you're basically hitting them with a sledgehammer. Holy shit. It's basically your hand, it's like your hand turns into a, like a big giant rock. Right. That's basically what it is. Because if you look at the x-ray, you've got little, little bones. You've got a bunch of little bones that really aren't connected to anything in your wrist. It's, it's literally just like dots of bones um, in here. And then, you know, uh, this, there's like no muscle. There's no muscle in your wrist, right? Yeah. So, you know, you hit something and you hit something and your, your wrist caves in. You're breaking your wrist. Oh, shit. So that's what I would like to see. And again, I'm not saying anything new. I'm not, this is not like fucking um, new groundbreaking thoughts. But if you tape the knuckle, right, just so you don't have bare, (laughs) you don't have (laughs) bare knuckles, (laughs) you know, uh, and then, you know, you put Vaseline on it or whatever. So therefore the cutting stays low or Mm. it it lower, you know, because you put Vaseline on your face, put Vaseline on your hands. Don't load up the inside of the hand like, uh, you know, with too much, but taping the hands and uh, you leave your wrist basically out there. That means that you can't punch as hard. 
and you can't punch as like wildly, you know. Mm, yeah. um, I, I would like to see that. That's what I would like to see. But um, I don't think I, I, I don't think that uh, bare knuckle boxing is going to hit uh, massive heights. Oh, like uh, I think so. It's too violent, and, and and I and I say that not because it's violent, but it's too bloody. Be- mm. Because the thing is, like, if you saw, like, I watched the uh, Artem Lobov fight, and I was like, I was getting uncomfortable. Oh, really? It, 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 it's it's re- it's not movie violence. That's the thing. Like, that's it's real. It's, it's real, and it's you real. see it, and you see it. It's, yeah. Uh, but there's still, you, know, you know how people are though. Like, there's going to be people that's going to be like, oh, yeah. But how many? Like, think about that. Like, how many? How many people? Exactly. Like, you'll you'll be surprised, man. Like, you'll be surprised, okay, Brendan Schaub. <laughs> I think you'll be surprised. <laughs> uh, no, you know, you know, fill the stadiums twenty thousand people to pay money, and then like you know what? Uh, a good pay per view is fifty thousand views. That's like minimum to even yeah. have a conversation. I don't think there's that many people that are just gonna be like, oh, there'll be kids and like, oh, it's too much. It's too uh, much. If 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 you think if if P, if Rome. Got away of just like with a big giant stadium had seen their like freaking like gladiators just chop people's head off and people love it, dude. That that it, that kind of like brings like it kind of brings like over the years, including to modern day time, including now, it it's still there. We're kind of like the like audience members uh, of like the ancient Romans. I, like, I, I get it, but we're not Romans, bro. I know we're not like, Romans. Like if, if, if you still, if you if you were to get in a cage with a lion, and so it's like I'm gonna fight a lion, and go fuck you. That's not. No, no. Now we say that. Not like, of course, we're not going like fucking like be like gladiators. Now we're going to fuck like fuck that. that I think that I think there's a market for it, but I mean, look how many years it took for the UFC to actually be that big, and it drew from so many different. Um, uh, you know, so many different, um, what do you call it, uh, uh, groups of people. It wasn't just boxing fans. Because I think that, you know, bare-knuckle boxing fans are basically just boxing fans and a little... Yeah, basically a little bit of MMA A little bit of MMA, but, They're you know... fight fans, period. Like, fight know? fans, sure. But, yeah. you know, you look at, like, MMA at the beginning and you go, oh, I like boxing, I'll watch this. Oh, I like karate, I'll watch this. Taekwondo, mm-hmm. I'll watch this. Jiu-jitsu, judo, you know, you've got, you're pulling from different segments. Here, yeah. I don't, th- you're finding, you're, you're picking from some MMA, because you got to remember, MMA is like, oh, MMA versus boxing. There's always that thing. That's why Conor McGregor and Mayweather was so important because yeah. like, oh my God, I'm an MMA guy. Like, go, go Conor. I'm a boxing guy. Go Mayweather. Everybody just likes to watch a fight. Like, I, don't you think? I, I, I think you're overestimating. I think you'd be surprised. Like I think people you, enjoy to watch like random like like kids like fight on World Star, man. Like that's the thing. I get it, but World Star is free. World Star is free, and like I feel we all just like to watch a fight, bro. I get it, but I, I think especially with boxing, I, they say boxing struggling. I think it's the best time for boxing ever. Like I don't think no boxing will never like it, it's struggling. It's struggling when it comes to popularity, but right. no financially, no, it will never struggle. So now I look at it and go, if boxing is quote unquote struggling with popularity, now you have something that's like boxing but a different product. You think that's going to be better? I don't think so. Okay. They, they, you can't even. You, you, that's why I say like the the like the freaking like like phenom or like Sasquatch athletes will make it popular. Look at like. 
I think like our generation. But you're still not going to. So the problem is that you're still not going to get sanctioned fights. I don't think, especially because it's so close to boxing, there's no athletic commission that's just going to be like, oh yeah, just come, come. Like, so you're literally going to go out in the middle of nowhere, Missouri or fucking Kansas or some shit, just to go to a casino to watch it. I don't think. I I don't think. I I don't think it's going to work. But. Fuck me. I don't I don't I know. I mean like people the only people that will watch it live is people that live in like those like areas in Missouri, but people will still watch it like online if they're streaming it and okay. everything. Cause, like, what else what else you got? Uh, we're not gonna agree on this one, but <laughs> what, what else you got? I'm just saying oh NBA playoffs. Okay. What are you, are you enjoying it? Yeah, a little bit. I didn't see the last game, game two, but like uh Golden State won. I'm not surprised, but I, uh, what do you think? What do you think who's gonna win in how many games? I want Toronto to win, but I know Golden State is probably going to win in at why least you, game five or game six. Why, so you think uh, Golden State in six? Yep. Why, why do you want Toronto to win? Because I'm sick and tired of Golden State, you know, and, and I'm always that underdog guy. You're sick and tired of all these Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Get off my lawn. I'm sick and tired of you. <laughs> <laughs> Stop winning. Get off my lawn. I mean, hey. I'm I'm sick and tired of seeing like the freaking swishes from like four different people on one team, man. I'm just like fuck, man. But I think that goes down goes back to being really good, being a specialist, and I think that that is important. And I think as a comic, you, I think that you have to figure out like what do you specialize in, and I don't know what that means. I, I think I'm just throwing out comments and theory, but like when you do something really, really well. Like going back into the fight game, right? Yeah. Ronda Rousey, judo. She can't strike to save her life. Really good at really good at anything that had to do with judo, and she made a career out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Armbar, armbar, everybody. Uh, when you look at like Floyd Mayweather, defensive specialist. Uh, you look at um, you know uh, Roy Jones Jr., uh, athletic, specialized in just knocking people out. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, I, I don't think. Um, you know, again, comedy. I think you have to specialize in something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like you, everybody has their own specific thing that made, like you know, where, where it got, where it got, how it got them to where they are now. Right. So right. yeah, Golden State's. Like, I understand. They, Golden they've State. literally changed the game, and I hate saying that. I fucking hate that term. It's a game changer, bro. But no, literally, like, you know, everybody can hit a three from anywhere in their arena. Yeah, and and that's. And throughout, like, and throughout basketball history, NBA history, it's always just like probably like one guy, one or two guys on a team. But like now, Golden, they have somebody like Golden State, like literally almost the whole team can shoot threes, including Draymond Green. That guy's not a bad three-point shooter at all, yeah, like he's, for his size. He's like 30-something. He's like uh, 30% from behind the – like I think he's like yeah. a high 30, which is like – some people will be lucky to even have somebody that shoots exactly forty percent. Remember that? Remember that one game? Uh, I think it was two years ago when they fought uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, played the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, with LeBron James on it, mm-hmm. and I think uh, Cleveland won the mm-hmm. championship. I think it was uh, during the game when uh, Draymond Green got suspended because yes, he, he, yeah. I think he, uh, it was that game or before that. Remember, he was uh, draining those threes in the beginning of like the first half out of nowhere from mm-hmm. three point range. I was like, wow, okay, even, and then it pissed me off. I remember that time I was just like, okay, even he can shoot threes. What the fuck, man? I think like, that's great. I mean, that it changed, like, again, I fucking hate that saying, but it changes the game. 
You know, like Dirk, Dirk, uh, one of the first big guys that would, you know, he's seven foot tall and he can hit three and that makes matchup problems. And, um, you know, I I think that's, I think that's good for sports. High, high score. I'm I'm a big offensive guy, you know, defense, me too. Defense wins championships, Uh but nobody wants to watch the Super Bowl where it was like 13, three, like nobody wants to watch. Yeah. Like, it's just like every, the freaking plays just stop like every one second. Yeah. Come on. Like best. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about offense. Football. I'm not, yeah, I'm I'm not talking about the, (laughs) the speed of it. I'm talking about the offense. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I know what you're saying, the <laughs> offense. But it says defensive team may fucks up the fun. Yeah, of like it's, the, like we all want to see offense. This is like like boxing. We just want a guy to just like knock fucking out, knock yeah. knock somebody out. That's yep. what I mean. And then like, I, well, like, when it comes to NBA, I'm a little bit old school. I like that one guy that just does everything, and everybody else like supports with assist, and then we. One guy with three point shooter. I'm a little old school with okay. that type of shit. I'll give you that. I think that's but why nobody nobody wants to watch like Bob Cousy just running around <laughs> with no, just three guys right. just going. Oh no! Okay. I'm glad I was like we weren't around like at that at that time. That like, sounds like the worst game ever. When it's like 15 to 22, <laughs> like that's the game. All fundamentals. <laughs> every <laughs> game. Every game is so fundamental. Yeah, nobody watch. Everybody <laughs> loves NBA jams. Nobody watch like NBA chess pass. Yeah, <laughs> NBA street, dude. I was all about the, like the freaking. Right. Alley oops and slam dunks. Right. No one's like, oh, you got extra points for a bounce pass. Like nobody nobody fucking yeah. cares. Nobody but like cares. that's the thing about Golden State. It's just like they're just I, I love three point shooting too, but not too much from like a bunch of guys. It's like it makes me just yell, it's like guard him, guard him. Then when let's say Steph Curry, Clay Thompson shoots a three, I'm just like, what the fuck? And then yeah. Use because usually uh, Golden State, when they suck, when those guys are not shooting their threes, they it's lose. usually a close game. Yeah. But when they're doing good, when they all, then they, like, when they're doing good, it's just a fucking blowout. Yeah, like, live by know? the three, die by the three. Yeah. I mean, that's, that it's seems to be. either like they lose after a close game or, or they, they win, they blow, they blow you out or they come back. The players just like, just starts playing good again after like, after a close game and just fuck, they just freaking win by like three yeah. or four. I mean, at the end of, at the end of his career, how many championships do you think Steph Curry will have? Mm, I think. Jordan? Are we talking Jordan six? Because uh, he's got what, three now, right? I, honestly, I hope not, but uh, I'm not surprised you're going to at, at least win seven. He's going. He's going to win, gonna win more than Kobe, at least. Well, Kobe six is more than Kobe. Seven would be more than Jordan. Jordan. Uh, Twelve would be more than Bill Russell. But nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about how Bill <laughs> Russell, Boston Celtics, got eleven. <laughs> oh yeah. He dominated the fifties and most of the sixties. It's a okay. Dude, it's a fine. No, he's it's a mortal. He likes Russell and he hates Chamberlain. Yeah. It happens. You know, <laughs> it happens. Um. Uh. Chamberlain's my dad. Uh, but no, uh, I do like the fact that Drake did show up to a game wearing um, wearing Del Curry's jersey, who is Steph Curry's oh, dad, he, when he played for Toronto. Supporting the younger brother, yeah. No. What are you talking about? Doesn't Curry's younger brother play for Toronto? No. Del Curry is Steph Curry's dad. Oh, my bad. My bad. Del Curry played for Toronto back in the late 90s, like at the beginning of their franchise. Yeah. And Drake shows up wearing oh, Steph, Curry, uh, Steph Curry's his. dad's jersey. Oh, wow. Oh, that's so sweet of him. Seth Curry plays for 
the Trailblazers. Think, okay, that yeah. I thought I could have sworn like they played for Toronto. They I remember the hype that they did like uh two brothers playing each other. It was like what, the Western Conference final? Yeah, that was uh that was Portland. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But Damn. I mean Coming, I don't think you remember, but coming out of the draft, everyone's like, oh, Seth Curry. Seth Curry is the guy. Seth Curry. Steph Curry, a little too small, a little too weak. He went to Davidson. Nobody cares. Mm. And everyone thought that Seth Curry was the guy. And then, look, Steph Curry is the guy that's got, what, three rings? Fucking oh, yeah. I've seen, facing I've seen the that NBA. game when Steph Curry uh, in, the, in the NCAA tournament. He, he played for Davidson, Davidson. right? Yep. Ew. I wanted Georgetown to win, of course, because, you know, I, that's a local college team and famous one. Dude, I didn't even know who he was at the time. I was like, what the fuck? This guy can drain threes, and he keeps going to the free throw line. I was like, get him out of the free throw line. It's perfect, right? But I didn't think he was going to be that good. Nobody did. Nobody NBA. did. Everybody thought that his ankles were too weak because he kept on injuring his ankle. And they, I think he injured his ankle, like, last three seasons, three seasons ago or something, but... When he came into the league, he had he had ankle issues, and everyone was like, mm. "Well, Seth, because he's too small, he's too little, like he's he's not he's not the guy. Seth Curry's the guy. Nope. I That's, think that would help them mentally, probably. But I, I you know, I, I'm not really watching the NBA finals because I, I, as as cool as Toronto is as a city, um, I would like to see Toronto win just to see how they will do, like, because Canada has never had a world champion in any no. sport. So not in basketball, not in baseball, and obviously there's no. Hey, it might it might be the basketball might be their first uh, sport. That, that know, the winning championship. That that'll be interesting. I would like to see how that how that all plays out. But I've been too busy watching the Stanley Cup final, mm. which hockey. You know, um, as far as the NBA, there's my team is not in it. You know, I don't really have an affection for Golden State, and I definitely don't have an affection for Toronto as far as like sports is yeah. concerned. But the Boston Bruins are in are in the Stanley Cup final against the St. Louis Blues, and I've been watching that. And that's, I thought it was going to be a landslide. I thought four games, Boston Bruins lift the cup. That's fine, but it's uh, back and forth. The, yeah. the problem How about them Capitals for next year. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, without the Capitals, uh, the Capitals got knocked out in the first round. Yeah, and, I was, uh, yeah, it was pretty heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they weren't the only first place team to get knocked out in the first round. I think oh. all of them were like that's only oh, yeah like that that that, Ve- that new Vegas team did that yeah, happen to they them got, too? I think they got knocked oh, out in the first shit. round, but basically it made it like a perfect storm that where you know Boston, which was I think fifth or sixth seed, um, to go to the Stanley Cup final because basically after they got out of the first round, it was like they literally just moonwalked into yeah. It's usually it's usually more exciting when like all like the. The best Popular teams. and powerhouses like get are gone first, and then people it just gets people like skeptical. I was like, "Who's going to be yeah, like?" But if you told me that St. Louis was going to be in the Stanley Cup final, like, oh, fuck yourself. Like <laughs> St. Louis, get the fuck out of here, Boston, St. Louis. And I, like I said, I thought it was going to be four games, five games tops, mm. uh, done. Boston, you know, the cup goes to Boston, but uh, St. Louis has uh, shown some some real aggression and. Uh, uh, let's see. We won. Uh, Boston won the first one. Uh, St. Louis won the second one in overtime. Uh, we destroyed them game three, like seven to two. We li- we literally scored five goals in the first like two periods to where they had to take the uh, the goalie out. Wow! And then we scored another two. <laughs> like like they scored two, we scored two. That's fine. Five five two, and then um, 
and then they won last night. So the uh, the score is still two two. Like uh, the series is two two. Okay. Well. So, I mean, if we keep on going back and forth, then we'll win. You know, we'll win in game six. That's fine. If we go to game seven, I'll be, I'll be concerned. But, uh, you know, the St. Louis Blues are just a bunch of goons. Oh, wow. Shout out. Hopefully the Bruins will win so Loy will celebrate and then we can get, me and him can get drunk, like, together. No, we don't need a fucking occasion to get drunk. Oh, fuck, we'll get drunk now. Shit, I wish yeah, I knew. Yeah. What else yeah. you got? Let's see. Man, that's about it. That's about it. Okay, that works. Um, you have a podcast, yes? Yes, I do have a podcast, uh, the Mind of the Wu Tang podcast. You the can, Mind uh, of the Wu Tang. The pod- Mind of the Wu Tang. Okay, my 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 uh, interesting let's, mind. Let's uh, let's work on that. Uh, where can they find it? You can find it on iTunes. Type in the Mind of the Wu Tang podcast. I got four episodes on there already. About to get episode five down. Uh, next week, next Tuesday, and it's going to be very interesting. So okay. check that out. Uh, Wu Tang is that one word or is that two? Two. Uh, one word. It's one word. So V U T A N G. Yep. So the mind of the Wu Tang podcast. Podcast. Yep. And uh, where can they find you on Instagram? You can find me on Wu Tang eighty nine. That's my Instagram. Uh, Wu Tang eighty nine. Yep. I love. Uh, I, I love myself. I love that representation. And he doesn't even know Wu Tang Clan. That's interesting. Continue. I know some. Don't worry. I know some Wu Tang songs like uh, Gravel Pit. Okay. Uh, Triumph. Okay. You know? Okay. Like, of course, Cream. Okay. So, you were. Uh, I'm not that bad. When I'm not. A, I'm not that bad. When, when that song, when Cream came out, you must have been zero but, years old. But I'm like 200 years younger than you, man. So I grew up like with the. You know who my like uh, old school rappers to me were? Drake. DMX, Ludacris. Like Young Jay Z, you know Eminem. Like those are like. You what know, was the first rap album you bought? Like actually had in your hand. Uh, the Marshall Mathers LP. Uh, Eminem's first album. No, no, is that no, Slim that Shady? was the second one. The, okay, the second one. With oh, the that's most, right. The, the first one was Slim Shady. Yeah, and the second one was Marshall yeah, Mathers. That was the very first one. Then after and that, did you buy it on CD or tape? CD. Okay, so your first album was a yeah, CD. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fucking. I'm a cute oh, little Jesus young boy. Christ, How old were you when you bought that? Four. Oh, Mom that bought was, it for me. I was probably like, like twelve. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else? Uh, what else you got going on? Anything exciting? Uh, I got well. So far, on July twentieth, I'm producing my own comedy show. July twentieth. July twentieth. Saturday, July twentieth, for Active Food Entertainment. Oh, by the way, follow Active Food Entertainment on Facebook. And Instagram. You might want to spell that because you you got gravel pit mouth. <laughs> gravel pit. Act of food entertainment. Act A C T <laughs> slash F U, not fool, like Kung Fu. F U entertainment. Act the foo? Act of foo entertainment. Oh, A. a like yeah. Act A. Okay. A C T A F U entertainment. I'm going to produce a show on July 20th, Saturday, July 20th, at the Sandovan Restaurant on Georgia Avenue, D.C. And I got good comics line, lining up. So in the I will lineup. not be there because I will be in Asia hanging out with your ancestors. Yeah. yeah. Our ancestors, right? Sure. Our ancestors. Cause sure. Yeah, just to let you know, Chinese people kind of like uh, ruled my people at the same time. Everybody ruled Vietnam. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody did Because we're such a beautiful country We have so many resources 
But I I'm trying to get my wife to go to Vietnam. I don't think I don't I don't think she she's bought into it. Oh think. yeah, yeah. Like we're going to the, we're going to the Philippines, and I think she just wants to Dude, stay in the, the Philippines. Philippines. Is like like you cross the South China Sea a little bit, then you're right there, right from Vietnam. Yeah, there's right there. She should make her go to Vietnam. She'll like it. I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get like I, I've I've had no hope or dream to ever go to Asia, but since I'm gonna gonna be on like a twenty. 27 hour flight with all the layovers like yeah, you better make it worth it bro. right but we'll probably island hop because i guess all the islands look different uh, yeah i'm gonna be in asia in a, in two weeks uh on saturday uh june 15th to the 22nd yeah you know where i'm gonna be hawaii so, <laughs> yeah well that's a different conversation <laughs> it's like it's asia america not asia asia america it's that's it's where I'm it's, it's american owned asia yeah, is what basically. it is and yeah. guam is like Guam is America least Asia. Yeah, and Philippines kind of same way a little bit too. Right? Yeah, that's the uh, the rental. <laughs> that's exactly that's a good one. That's the, exactly what it is. The Philippines is America's rental, right? Like Asian right. rental apartment. Yeah, they, they they own Hawaii. They're leasing Guam oh, and they're renting the Philippines. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate you, man. Um, when's your podcast come out? Uh this coming Tuesday. Next episode? Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Because today's Wednesday. So Tuesday following. Oh, yeah. It's going to come out yesterday. I'm trying to get this dude to actually do his podcast, you know, regularly. I'm actually trying to get him to do my podcast regularly. And that's, no I don't know if it's going to be every six weeks, but we'll, we'll no, see. No, don't worry. We're going I'm going to be uh, the short, pale, and handsome every uh, Wednesday. What's don't up, worry. Wednesday? Drew Vu. I'm your boy, Loy Lee. Thank you very, very much. Uh, please, uh, if you have any questions, uh, you need anything, shoot me an email, loyleecomedy at gmail.com. Check out my website, uh, loyleecomedy.com. Or you can go to this website, whatever. It's uh, shortpalehandsome.com. Uh, shout out to my Patreon account, patreon.com slash loyleecomedy. Uh, follow me on Instagram, loyleecomedy. Uh, this, is, this is real simple, people. Uh, but wherever you found this, please uh, rate it. Comment, like, subscribe, all of that good stuff, and uh, your your rating does help me a lot. Whether it's one star, four stars, it's super important to me. If you're listening to this, uh, the uh, the video portion, which I can't seem to get technical difficulties. Last time we had some issues. This time I'm having some issues, and I kind of just said fuck it. But the video portion of this is going to be online. YouTube.com/slash Lloyd Lee Comedy. And uh, if you are watching this on YouTube and you're like, hey, maybe I just want to listen to this on the ride home or whatever, uh, you can definitely find this on uh, anywhere you find podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, iTunes, Google Podcast, wherever. Wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, that's where you find a short, pale, and handsome. Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you later. Shout out to Drew Vu. I'm out. Thank you, everybody.